Welcome to WeChat Divorce with Karen Shalou, Legal Liaison, and Katherine Shanahan, CDFA, co-founders of My Divorce Solution, the company that delivers the quintessential financial blueprint to couples facing or going through the divorce process. This blueprint, known as the MDS Financial Portrait, establishes the foundation and options an individual or couple would need to make clear financial decisions when considering divorce. Each podcast, Catherine and Karen sit down with divorce professionals and other individuals who provide insight and frank discussion about real people, real situations, and real divorce. Hello, today we are here with Jennifer Hurwitz. Jennifer is known for her no-nonsense approach to all things relationships and is proud to say she's made quite the career out of pretty disastrous circumstances, i.e. her own divorce. She's a certified divorce specialist, CDS, public speaker, best-selling author, and host of the Doing Divorce Right podcast. Jennifer's been divorced since 2014. She lives in Charlotte, North Carolina with her two kick-ass teenage boys. Through her popular blog, The Truth Hurvitz, I love, I like that. And weekly podcast, Jennifer helps people understand what a happy divorce can look like and how to dip their toes back into the dating world. She loves sharing her insight on how to stay in a successful marriage too. Jen's been featured on OprahMagazine.com twice and look out for her TED Talk in 2020, her TEDx Talk in 2020. Welcome, Jennifer. Hi, guys. I'm so glad to be here finally. Yay. Oh we, love talking, we love talking to you. You bring such a great, positive feel to the day. So Thank you. We're so, so happy glad. you're on here with us. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so sad because my TED Talk is being postponed to next year. So you'll oh. see me next year, hopefully. Yeah, well, that'll, we'll that'll come quick <laughs> enough. <laughs> I know, right? I know. After all this time, this whole COVID thing. Oh, and we'll be on pins and needles for a year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. you know what? Me too. Me too. It's so stressful. It's so stressful. How are so you, It's so nice hearing you, having you here because, you know, um, you're an expert to help our clients or our listeners. It's so hard, you know, when you go through your divorce, oh. you're so used to you know, I was with my ex for 23 years. So it was so, you're so used to bouncing everything off of them. Even though I made a lot of decisions on my own, I'm pretty independent. You always made those decisions based on you and your spouse. Oh yeah. And then at the end, when you get divorced, you're like, where do I turn to now? Because you feel alone. You know, it's not necessarily want to date right away, but who gives me advice and who can I get that second opinion from? So how do you advise people to find that person? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, the craziest thing is, when you first get out of your divorce or your, or your first, your marriage, and then you look at this divorce, you have all these options, right? And now you feel like you, you, you look around, you're like, what do I do? And I was lucky. I was in a, in a different position than most people. And I always started by saying this, you know, um, I, I, I feel like I, I'm best friends with my, my husband. I call my husband and we're really good friends. So I was in a happy divorce kind of immediately. Right. And so Wait, I can had, we back up one second? Oh, sure. was, was my husband, I call him my husband. <laughs> I don't like to call him my ex-husband because I feel like that's like, we're just such good friends that I hate that, but that's, that's not typical. That's not typical. Like that. Yeah. I, heard that. I, I should trademark. I think I should trademark. You should. It. You should. I should. You know, yeah, it's you funny. Should too. I heard it on a podcast with, I was talking, um, God, it was like one of my first podcasts in like two years ago. And I was speaking to this, this host and he said something that how his wife calls him her husband. And I'm like, Oh my God, can I steal that? And he's like, take it, take it. I'm like, I'm taking it. So yeah. So it's not even mine originally, but I should. I love it. I love that. Go ahead. And, um, you know, we're such good friends that I hate to call my ex and, but that's not typical. 
right? So lots of tumultuous, you know, divorces. Most are not amicable. Most are high conflict. So you get out of your, out of your marriage and you're thrown into this like sea of emotions and you're sad and your highs and lows. And then you're like, who, who helps me? Like, where do I turn? And then all of a sudden, I think more recently, there's coaches and there's therapists and there's CFAs and there's financial planners and there's, you know, divorce solution people, right? You guys. And like, who do you use? Because you can't have everybody because it's expensive, right? Right. right. So um, I, I was thinking about it. We were talking about this before the show and I was like, where, who, who would I use? And at the time I was like completely lost. And I, I, I think I like stepped back and I didn't use anybody. I was like, I'm going to do this on my, by myself. I can handle this. Biggest mistake ever. And I think when you girls were on my show, I was very clear. And I said, if I could pick one, you know, person, I would, I would pick y'all. Like I would go to my divorce solution. If, if, if I saw you online, I don't mean to toot your, your horn here, but I would, because <laughs> I feel like, and I do, I send my clients to you because I feel like if you're going to spend your money, no pun in, no, here, ironically, I would spend, I, I would spend your money on how to use your money moving forward. Because I feel like, especially me, I was in a marriage for 13 years my ex, my husband was a financial planner. He was, you know, he was in finance. I mm-hmm. had no clue how to balance a checkbook for God's sakes. I was a stay right. mom. My job were my kids. So I would have loved to have someone like y'all who helped mm-hmm. me with making big financial decisions that were important in the future because right. my emotions were spinning out. And I didn't, I didn't have something like you now. Yeah. You really need a good financial grounding yes. where you need to develop a good relationship with money, whether you like it or not, Yeah, I didn't have or whether, whatever the scenario is, because right. that is the basis for the rest of your right. life, basically. Right. Um, so yeah. it, I do yeah. wish everybody would come to, well, oh obviously us, yeah. but a financial person to really that has no stake in the game right. would be the best case scenario. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have anything. And I yeah. also was making big decisions like my house. What was I going to do with my you know, selling the house? And then also like budgeting because I didn't have a budget. I, you know, I, I was my, my, my husband yeah. and I, we, he did the checks and bills and blah, blah. But like, then all of a sudden my lifestyle changed so drastically. Right. But instead of doing that, I was like, I'm going to start dating. I'm going to get out there. I can handle this. I can do this. And I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least I feel like if you're not going to use your, your, your money wisely and get a financial planner or mm-hmm. you know, a CFA, I mean, a coach, a divorce coach, a therapist, someone who says, slow down, slow mm-hmm. down and, and really focus on yourself before you even start dating because that was a huge mistake I made as well you know yeah yeah that's uh, why the, well the second second divorce, the second time marriages has the highest divorce oh, yeah. rate so oh, yeah. I think it's 73 right 73 percent because yeah. you're like what you know what am I going to do yeah you don't even know who you are yeah. as a person and you start dating and then you know your finances get involved there too Oh my God. Yes, they do. Having that financial foundation is really just becomes the anchor point for everything you're going to do beyond that. Every single thing, whether you're hiring a therapist or a coach or you're looking to date someone else or you're planning for Mm -hmm. your kids or you're planning for your new home, it definitely becomes the reference point. And so many couples come in and say, oh, we have it all figured out. We just need to clean this up. That's about... 1% actually. Yeah. Because they, there's so many details that they just don't know what they don't know. And then if you get farther down that road, like you said, of dating 
and continuing your life without pausing. Yeah. It, it's well, ladies, let's be clear about this. There are a lot of men, men get the bad rap, although it's true, um, that go after, um, um, I mean, I'm sorry, men get the rap they're going after women and the women are going after them for their money. Right. Well, it goes the other way around too. Sure. There are a lot of men that are coming that after women me. with money. Well, that's what happened to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, like, I remember I was ready, I thought I was ready to date and I thought I had it all together and I, I was, you know, I, I started dating and I remember dating this guy and he was like, oh, you know, I think it was, um, you know, we need to, you need to sell your car because my my kids' hockey equipment won't fit in that har- in, in the car you have. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Okay, that's a great idea. Like, I just thought that's like, you know, I clearly was not in the right headspace if I'm listening to the guy that I thought right. was going to be my next feature. Meanwhile, I had 13 boyfriends after that. <laughs> like, I wish I would have known you then. I would have been like, what? No. <laughs> if I would have had it right, if I would have had a financial planner or CFF, CFA working with me, they would have stopped me and said, whoa, pull on those reins. That ain't happening, girl. Right? So, and if I would have had a me, a divorce coach at the time, I would have known, I would have said to my client, girl, no, that is not happening. So what, when does the divorce coach come in and what's Great the question. difference between your divorce coach and your therapist? And oh your gosh, I wish, please, everyone needs to get up, please listen in very carefully because this is one of my biggest pet peeves and I, I really feel, I hope I'm not offending anybody right now. Um, a divorce coach is so different than a therapist and Divorce coaches are going to be, hopefully, they're not mad at me, but I have turned away so many clients and said, please, you need a therapist, not to hurt anyone's feelings, but I'm not your person right now. Um, I do a 30-minute free consult call, and because, you know, specifically for this reason, a therapist is is someone who's going to help you, you know, emotionally, clearly, um, right out of your marriage um, when emotions are high, you need a therapist. You need someone who can, who can clinically help you get through the emotional part of your, your sad, you know, this, your sadness. Your, this, is, this is not, you know, a coach, I'm not that. I don't have a, a degree in psychology. I'm not a social worker. I have, you know, I'm a coach. I'm a cheerleader. I'm your girl who's going to say, look, here's what you need um, you know, you, I'm going to help you plan for like finding your, your, um, you know, your estate planner. I'm going to help you get your CFA. I'm going to help you get your ducks in a row. I'm going to be, when you come to me and say, I'm ready to date, I'm going to help you write your online dating profile. i that's, that's who I am. I'm not going to be able to talk you down off a ledge or from stopping to eat that ice cream in the middle of the night, or that's not my job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, yes. and I'm not going to take your money. I think if a divorce coach, not, I'm not trying not to, no, if a divorce coach takes your money and right out of the gate, that, that's the wrong, that's, that's not okay. Um, right. So you need a therapist to clear your path to the force, yes, to the coach. Yes, yes, um, yes. Because they, they're going to help them get through the check. The, yeah. The, the, yeah, basically. Uh, you're what was like, I saying? Not technical, clinical. Clinical. The clinical part right, of it. Right. And they're going to help you deal with your emotions or whatever yeah. happens in your past. Or yes. Do, yes. do that type of work with do the you. Work. And that's the a lot real. of work. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, cleaning, like really doing the deep soul searching that you need. Um, and I can't, of course, I'm not going to be able to prescribe medication if you need a psychiatrist. That's not, who, you know. Um, so that's why I do that 30-minute consult call. If I feel like you need, and I'm not, you know, if I'm not your girl, I'm going to obviously send you to someone who can, you know, I have great therapists that I know. And you have to be honest with yourself. I needed a therapist. 
I did not need a divorce coach, right? Right, right. So is that like a life manager similar to a project manager? What, yeah, like a life coach. to accomplish? Yes, you like your goals, goal steps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like goal setting. Great. Like, here's what we're going to do today. Like, I, you know, um, I do like a list of questions, you know, like we work on like out of, you know, like from one to 10, where do you think you're, you know, you're, emo- you know, um, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. So you help them be independent as yes. they yes. move along. Yeah. Uh, without I, having to rely on their Right. situational circumstances and so right. forth. Like I help with co-parenting, um, that kind of thing. And, and you know, I, 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 just, I'm not, I hope I'm not hurting any, I'm not offending anybody that's a dating coach or a, um, you know, a, a divorce coach. I don't mean to minimize what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love my job. I love working with people and um, I'm super positive too. So mm-hmm. I feel like I, I can really, if someone's feeling down and I can cheer them, like cheer them, cheer them along. I'm like a cheerleader, but I'm definitely not a therapist. Well, I don't think that you're, I mean, if you're hurting anyone's feelings, that's unfortunate because what you're doing is you're really just laying it out there. The difference. And it's a common question because of course, when we, you know, we handle the financial picture and when we do their portrait, there's a lot of um, unknowns that become very known. And when it comes to their finances and after that, they need help dealing with their life afterwards. So it should people need to know who, who do you go to first and then who do you go to next? Right. And it's expensive um, Because too. it is expensive. Yeah. So I you mean, have to budget in what's going to work for you and you have to get the most out of it. Absolutely. So, you're not going to, right. You're not going to spend, you know, $175 an hour with, you know, a therapist and then another blah, blah, blah with me. And then another blah, blah, blah. I mean, can you imagine that's insane. Well, that's kind of like um, going to the dentist and they say you need all this work and their goal is to have white, perfect teeth. Well, if you had the budget to support that, everybody would do that. But to your point, most people do not. So you break it down into little bits. He said little bit. So you are, I know that you're an expert with dating after divorce. Ah, I love it. My uh, favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> Everyone and, should come to me. <laughs> and, and I know that, um, a lot of people get very anxious and they want to start dating oh. and you know, they're ready to go. And, or and there are a lot of people that are just dependent on other relationships. They feel like that's what makes them happy. In, and oh. maybe it is, I don't know. I, I, I've never been that person, but maybe that's, that's what's mm-hmm. true. How do you help them know if they're ready? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, first of all, I have, I'm very, I'm very strict. I'm super strict with my clients and I don't know if they, you know, some of them appreciate it and some of them don't. So, um, and I'm very upfront. I'm very upfront and I, I don't, I don't let them settle, which is, you know, I think they, I think they like that because I know that especially after, you know, you go through a divorce and you're, you're feeling like, you're ready. You're super ready. You want to get out there, right? And you want to get on those apps, and and it's a totally different ball game. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, <clears throat> I start by making like a list of non-negotiables. I call them non-negotiables, and we sit down, and I send them all the stuff, and I'm like, look, take the time to really make this list of things that you will not settle for. Now, I'm not talking about like blonde hair, blue, you know, blue eyes, and blah blah blah, what they look like, and I, I'm talking about like the deep, the deep, like soul searching stuff. And sometimes they'll get back to me like 15 minutes. Like this is, I'm like, no, 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 you didn't do the work. <laughs> I'm talking about like, and, and I hold them to this list. I mean, I'm talking like, if they say they'll only date someone that lives, you know, within a five mile radius, right? I'll give you an example. And so I'm like, okay, now I'm, t- I'm telling you, 
you, when you come back to me and you find someone I match and he lives an hour away, I'm going to hold you to this five mile radius, right? Right. So, you know, I have a client who calls me up and she's like, no, 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 I found this guy. He lives an hour away and I, and I know it's, I'm like, uh-uh, no, 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 <laughs> right? Because yeah. I hold, and they're, they're mad at me. They're screaming, oh no, I'm going to try it. Okay, go ahead, try it. Because it's not going to, you know I'm saying? Like if you don't, if you start with something that you know already, you don't want in a relationship. You don't want to date long distance, for example. And you already put yourself in that position that it's not going to, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you're setting yourself you're up setting for yourself failure. For failure. You're setting right. yourself up for failure. I'm not going to let you do that, right? So right. I'm going to hold you to it. So well, you could tell that client to come back to us and we'll see if they can afford to move. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's my point, right? But you know, like those kind of things, like a non-smoker or even if it's a certain, um, you know, like a, a religion or whatever. No kids. No or kids. Kids. Exactly. kids. Exactly. Like I have, I have, you know, clients who say to me, oh, no, 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 I will not date a guy with kids. And then they find someone I match that's really gorgeous or whatever, blah, blah, blah. He has a three-year-old. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, girl, girl, come back. You know, it, it, it is not fine, honey. It is not. And they tell me, well, it didn't work. You know what? It's because I'm like, it didn't work because it was never going to work. Right. 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 Good. So, yeah. You know, like that's, that. Yeah. That's how I, you know, you can't fit a square peg in a round hole. You can beat it all you want. It is not going to work. Exactly. Um, yeah. My next book, I just, oh, I should, I'm telling you guys, uh, my next book, I just signed my third for my third book and it's about dating and I'm so excited. I'm so oh, that's excited. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. I, I, I experienced the match.com when I first oh. got divorced. <laughs> I, it always amazed me of people that would show up when one guy showed up and I was with a girlfriend of mine. She came with me and she sat at a different table. He literally said that he put his brother's photo in his mat. It wasn't even him. looked nothing like it. And we're like, are you kidding? He said, yeah, I used my brother's photo. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> you know, I just can't. Yeah. So I, my whole thing. What about the, dating oh. someone who is not divorced, even though they're separated? I'm sure you run into that a lot. Okay. I have very strong feelings about that. Very strong. I mean, so this is the problem. In North Carolina, you have to be separated for a year mm -hmm. before you can actually file. So, South Carolina too. Okay, right. So we do a lot of that here. We do a lot of dating, like while you're separated. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's a fine line. In North Carolina, we're okay with that because you're okay. separated and everyone dates. But mm -hmm. in some circumstances, we have something called alienation of affection. So technically in North Carolina, you can sue if you can follow this really quickly, you can actually sue the person that your spouse cheats on you with. Does that make sense? For a, yeah. a large sum of money, $85,000. So it gets wow. real, yes, it gets real. You have to be real careful that of, you have to like sign stuff that says you can actually date during your separation period. Oh, yeah. yeah. The wow. couple signs that makes yes. an agreement. Yes. Okay. So like if, if someone comes to me and says, I'm fine with dating people who are separated, I'm like, Okay, I'm glad you're fine with it, but how about your spouse? Well, so, South Carolina, that's a state that um, if you date during that year of separation, it's considered cheating. Right. So uh, you would lose right. your own alimony yes. if you were an yes. alimony candidate. Right. Right. So every state's different, but yes, yes, you got to be so real just careful. Avoid it in every state, and we don't have to worry about exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. Like, let's just wait. I mean, and that's the thing. Like a year is a long time to not date when you you know, that's the whole point. So, you know, it is one of, one of those things, but I, you know, for Unless me, you're working on getting healthy and independent. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's wrong with that? Do Let's do that. Get your That's, affairs in order. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess and the I, question would be, is that person you're dating emotionally available to you? If they're just separated. Yeah. yeah that's the thing. Like, 
and also I have a really big belief that the first relationship out of the gate for either party is really never going, I, people are like, she's crazy. It's never going to work. It's never going to be that. That relationship is never going to happen. Everyone's like, you're wrong. I'm fine. And he loves me. I'm like, okay, I'll see you in three months. Like it just I've is said never. That too. I've said that to clients of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. Happen. I believe yeah. it. And, and 99% of the time I hear back from that person and they're like, you were right. Why didn't you tell me? I'm like, I did. I kind of <laughs> did. You know, I'm like, I never want to say I told you so, but I did. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Yeah, just never. What about just going out with the opposite sex or the same sex okay. just for companionship and putting it out there? I'm not into relationship, but I'm definitely, you know, creating new relationships. Maybe not a forever. Well, here's how I, my whole stance right now, I've just, you know, start, since I've started actually dating, you know, coaching, doing dating coaching, my whole stance has changed. I really believe that dating, everyone needs to lower, I tell my clients, to lower your dating expectations. If everyone thought about dating like you just said, if we all thought about going on dates as meets, instead of saying I'm going on a date with, um, or I have a date from match, I have a meet. I tell my clients, look, no more dates. They're going to be 15 to 20 minutes. And you're not going to care about what you're wearing. We're not going to worry about putting our, getting our hair done for five hours or how much makeup we're wearing or what, what are we going for dinner? We're going to go to Starbucks or we're going to go to for a drink for 15 minutes or meet at the park for ice cream. I don't care if you're wearing a baseball hat. I could care less if you're wearing, you know, stretch pants. You're going to go on a meet and it's going to be 15 minutes long. And yeah, that's, like it. That. Mm -hmm. that's it. No expectations. Go for a meet and have fun and smile and be, a, be fun and, and just have a good time and no more negative Nelly because no one wants that. No. And, then, and then guess what? If you don't like the guy, what have you lost? Zero. You've lost 15 minutes of your time and a baseball hat, right? I mean, who cares? Exactly. But guess what, right? And so if you lower your expectations and you don't make it such a big damn deal, you don't, you don't and if he catfishes you, who cares? It was 15 minutes of your time. Right. You no, know, right. all this texting for three, three weeks before for God's <laughs> sake, no, I won't let my, my clients don't do that. I say, no, if you, I love that a friend of mine would say, you can't respond yet. You have to wait so many hours or you can't do this or you can't, don't call back yet. Cause they'll no, think you're too that. anxious or none of that. Or I don't play that. games. No games. Yeah. No games with me. No games. Nope. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. So you say no texting at all. I say, you know what, if you meet someone and you start talking and you, and you have a connection and you like each other, you make a date for that week, mm. that week. If you've texted longer than a week, no, there's no reason. There's something wrong. He's, if he's texting you for weeks on end and you're FaceTiming or whatever, and he wants, there's a reason he's talking to, he's talking to multiple women and that's not your person. Right. Yeah. It's a week. You make the date, you go meet, you have coffee. And guess what? If he's, if he's not your person, maybe he has a friend that is. That's what I like. You never know. It's networking. You never know. It's networking. <laughs> networking, dating. There you go. You know what? And that's the thing. Like, it's just about lowering the expectations and having a good time. And that's it. You know, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it takes the pressure off of yourself. Oh my gosh. Totally. Totally. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And what, what about when do you involve your children? What is your opinion on that? You don't want to know. People hate me. People, <laughs> my clients are like, what are you talking about? I, as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, my, my boyfriend and I have been together three and a half, almost four years, and our kids have, have never met. Still? Huh? So oh, wow. I won't, I don't believe in blending families. Do you know that? Yeah. yeah. So I'm a little no, bit I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, 
my kids have met my boyfriend, Jim. They love him. I've met his kids. Our kids know about each other, but there's no reason. Unless there's a ring on your finger and you're getting married, why? What if you never get married and you stay like that forever? That's fine. You know what? Here's the thing. Like, I, I just feel like especially, especially, and that's different if they're little. If they're two and five and seven and six and you have the whole life. But like until you literally know that this is your person, I mean, your kids have been through a divorce. The chances of you staying with this person, I mean, really? Like, I mean, what are the chances of you staying with this person? Are you going to marry them? Like, if you know you're going to marry this person, there's a ring on your finger, then you, they, they can meet your kid. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Or they can meet each other. You mean the kids meeting the kids. Sure. They can, you can, the kids. Right. I mean, if I okay. say, I personally, I don't think your kids need to meet the person you're dating until at least eight months to a year. There's yeah. no reason. It's another loss for them to go through. Absolutely. I, I, I see that. It's another loss. It's another, I mean, what's the point? It's stress on them. It's, now, I don't say you have to hide them. I mean, I think maybe six months to eight months, you say, you can say you're dating, you mm-hmm. met this, whatever, but I don't think there's any reason. I mean, unless you know, this is a person that you really see yourself being with. I can tell you both my books. I talk about it. Circumstances that I, my kids have met people in my life and I wish they never met them. I wish mm-hmm. what, a, what a waste of time, energy. My boys will tell you that they're like, why, why did I have to meet this person? He was a complete loser. You know, yeah. I, I mean, what about telling your children that you're going to start dating again oh. or, or just not again, but dating? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I think it depends. It, it all depends on the age of the kid um, and your relationship too. Right. It's and just, your child. Because and your child. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, here's mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, I think your children want you happy. Don't you think? I agree. Absolutely. Your children want you happy. And I think in the, at the end of the day, if mom's happy, kids are happy. Um, I also think, and this is just in my opinion, when you start dating, as long as you're happy dating and you can keep that anxiety down, your kids pick up on your anxiety. So the minute you're unhappy dating, then they know you're, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. like, it's, it's just one of those things. If you can keep it away from your kids and not involve them, they don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear about right. this guy you went out with. They don't want to, trust me, even when, you know, people are like, well, I tell my daughter everything, you know, she knows about the guys I go out with and blah, blah. she does not want, she doesn't want to hear it. No, she doesn't. She, no. no. You think she does? She doesn't. No. Now, granted, my kids um, really like my boyfriend and my husband really likes my boyfriend, but it's been four years. Um, right. On the other hand, his ex-wife does not even, I've never seen her. Right. I've never seen his ex-wife. We've met once. She wants nothing to do with me. His kids really don't really, it's just, it depends on the relationship, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing she doesn't call him husband. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she God. does not. That's hilarious. She doesn't call him. She doesn't, it just depends on, right? It's just, yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's, just, it's, a it's very, the dynamic of the situation. Yes. It's very difficult. Like I said, yes. each child's yes. different. Yes. You know, and I remember asking my son if he was ready for me to date. And I what remember asking him, I, well, he said, just don't date anyone like dad's dating, someone that they didn't like. And I was thinking I would never date someone that my kids didn't like, because, or that wouldn't be good to my kids because right. my kids are my priority. That's right. So, but then I remember at, asking him, how much do you want me to tell you? My daughter was at FSU, so she was far oh, away. Oh, that's a wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's a so, and then she was, uh, and he was home, but I was like, how much do you want me to tell you? Not, not much, you not know. Much. <laughs> but, but, 
But my daughter, she wanted to know more. So yeah. it would just depend on everyone's different and they have to respect that. Yeah. And they want you happy, right? Exactly. I mean, I think they want to hear the happy stuff. But like my Zach will tell you, I do not, mom, this is not my, don't tell me. And I'm like, but I have no one to talk to. He's like, not me, mom. It's not going to be me. But then again, my boyfriend and Zach will text about shoes. So it's cute. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, just, yeah. I'm happy they're happy. Yeah, Makes me yeah happy. it is. That's good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I took it the next step. I got remarried. So oh, I, I, I got remarried it. a year and a half ago. Did my you? kids, mm-hmm, my kids happy? love him. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. Yay. Yeah. So, oh, I mean. Awesome. Yeah, it is exciting, but it is a, it's a difficult task when you're it going is. through it. And, you know, women who are going through the divorce, especially, you know, we deal with a lot of women, high net worth women. So they have, they're financially fine. They're going to be okay. You know, especially when they go through our process, they really get the full detail of what their financial situation happen. looks like. Yeah. And, and they've made the decisions. I mean, we always can make a suggestion, but they make the decisions, right? So they feel really empowered believe it or not, at the end of the process, financially, they create a better story for themselves, financially speaking. So now, though, they just have a hard time going to that next step because they're lonely. You know, they've been in lonely marriages. You know, they don't have anything bad to say about their spouses, but it's been pretty loveless and they're ready to move on. They don't have to worry about finances. But I always get so worried that they're going to make these quick decisions without a coach helping them to say no or put those. I love how you have the questions. Yeah. We're going to stick to these and I'm sure there's compromise in there. Of course. I um, <laughs> and how about helping them fill out like their profile and all okay. of that you work with them with that? I love it. I usually write them. <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's great. I love that's it. It's really my favorite. Good. I, you that's know, good. I, being a writer, it's so fun for me to like, oh, yeah live vicariously through someone. I love it. It's my favorite. And it's funny because my, my boyfriend is an amazing writer too. And his profile, it was incredible. So when I have male clients, I love Is that how you met? We did. We met on match. Oh, that's Um, awesome. And actually his profile I'm putting in my next book. Um, It was the funniest. It was the best. It was, I don't think I looked at his pictures. His profile was so good. Um, (laughs) He's just a funny guy, but yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. You know, it's just so hard. This whole dating after divorce, the whole, just everything to, to navigate it. It's really tough. Yeah. And married, married people don't get it. They don't get it. That, that's what true. They, well, and, sorry. No, go ahead. Karen, what are you oh, saying? I was just going to say, I've been remarried for 20 years. Yeah. My kids were really small, 11 and seven, yes. when I decided to get remarried. And how did they do uh, We had been, I had been divorced for three, three years, maybe four years. But in any event, we did a practice. We said, all right, we'll move in for three months. All three of us have to like it or we're moving back out and I'm not getting married. So we moved in for three months. Everybody had a unanimous okay. And then we got married. I love that. Did he have kids too? No. Oh, that's We all had to agree. <laughs> that's the best. It's going to work out. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite blending story. Yeah. If I could find a, I tell my, I tell my clients, I'm like, just find a guy without kids. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because there can be a lot of complications, even though they think they may love him and adore him. It's uh, being under the same roof and in that home, we all had to share the same bathroom. Oh my God. So my daughter had to go like every other second. So (laughs) it's just hard, isn't it? It's so hard. It's just the whole thing is just, it's Yeah, it's a lot. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. How long do you think it takes somebody to move transition through? Oh my gosh. Through the whole. Be ready for a relationship. I think, I mean, before they start dating? 
I think or even you're, get serious with someone. I think, you know what? I don't know. I think everyone's so different and everyone yells at me all the time. I wish I would. I, 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 tell, my, I tell my coaching clients before they start dating to give themselves a year, but no one listens to me. And I didn't listen to myself. I mean, I, I, people told me a year and I was like, oh, you're crazy. I'm not waiting. I wish I would have waited a year. Mm-hmm. I was so, oh my gosh, I kicked myself. I was so emotionally not ready. I made the biggest mistake ever. I dated the worst guy on the planet. He was awful. My kids were put to- through torture. Mm-hmm. I, my husband looks at me now and he's like, do you believe you did that? I was like, what about you and the girl you dated? He's like, I know. Do you believe we did that? Like she was just as awful. Like we both were like, what were we thinking? Yeah. You know, it's just like, woulda, coulda, shoulda. We wish, but you can't take it back. Is you grow through what you go through or is it you go through what you grow through? Oh, I, I like know. that. I love Never that. Did. Yeah. So you, you know, you have to learn from your mistakes. And I right. think, um, I wish some of my clients would listen, but like they listen to me when I say go to you guys. So that's good. <laughs> that is you know? good. And you know what? We've come across a lot of situations where um, when they start dating, they're actually being preyed upon for financial reasons. Like yeah. they want to be you know, they need a loan or they need yeah, money vultures, and it's all a setup and it's fake people, usually oh, military. On Always the- military. Yes. Usually yeah. military. I'm especially on OkCupid. Oh, that clients is? To stay off of okay. I'm sorry, but OkCupid Facebook. is. Oh, Facebook, Facebook is dating? huge. I mean, on Facebook dating app because there's a Facebook dating app. No, not the Facebook dating app, just Facebook. Okay. You know where I find is really, this is so crazy. LinkedIn is a oh. huge dating pull now. Wow. I know, I get all these requests. I don't know yeah. to take them. I don't think they're real out. people. I don't either. But I, you know, that's funny. The mil- I, I can tell you guys stories. I mean, it's just crazy. My next book, you're going to, the the guys that I went out with, you don't even, and the worst part is, is they Googled my ex. They Googled my husband. Mm. Oh my gosh. That's disgusting. Like I had a guy once that, that took the bill at the end of the night and slid it across the table and tapped on it and said, you got this. I was like, excuse me? He was like, I Googled your ex. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? And I remember I, I used to go to the same um, Dean and DeLuca because the bartender there would take care of me. He'd protect me. And he knew and he looked at me and he goes, no, he took it. And he's like, I got this. You need to leave. Aww. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because it means yeah. guardian angels. Yeah. Like it's yeah. awful. It's awful. What we yeah. Have. There's a lot of it out there. This person assumed that because my ex worked at X, Y, and Z, that I had all this, that my alimony must be whatever. He knew nothing, but he just assumed it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. is disgusting. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, fall prey to that. It's awful. Yeah. 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 So luckily they well, have they're asking like, you for money or they're sending you off money or if they ever ask you about your financials, think of that as a red flag, ladies. Yep. Yes, um, huge yeah. red flag, huge. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. times I'll say, uh, another red flag is, have you met them? And so many times, well, no, they, they don't live close. They're in the military. He's going <laughs> to come home in six months. And by then they've already asked for money. They, oh, yeah. they send the quotes and the supportive emails and so forth. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's awful. And the yeah. Well, I think that's a really good point. When you feel like you're, you know, if you're listening right now and you feel like you're in a position where you couldn't afford to get some help and you just turn to the internet and you met somebody who's not really there for you, you haven't met. And if you're hearing any of these red flags, it might be the time to really rebudget yourself and get a coach like Jennifer who can, you know, be your 
you know, your devil's advocate at times. We all need that, right? Mm -hmm. And get your, get your um, life in order and find where the void is because sometimes it might not just be another person. Maybe you just need to do something different with yourself. Even as simple as getting a new hairstyle, I always say, you know, maybe start with these little things, but have someone like, I mean, this is where you'd be great for someone who's just feeling like there's nowhere to turn and they just need yeah. somebody to work as a girlfriend, but who's an advisor. That's what I tell you. Yeah. I'm yeah, like a thinking, a thinking partner. Like I and don't be ashamed of yourself if you've made these mistakes already. Oh, yeah, no, no, Because no. so many people, I mean, we're all sitting here talking about things that we've done, right? Oh. And there are a lot of people that they just feel like they're in it, the rabbit hole and they're not going to get out. You still can get oh. out. I had a guy that um, on OkCupid that I talked to and talked to, and we went offline and I gave him my phone number. This will make everyone feel better. And he texted me, and then a couple of minutes later, he went dark, like, like done. And I... I had his name and I Googled him. He was, he used a dead person's profile. Oh, jeez. He had the guy. Yeah, and he had already like gone into my bank. Like he had used my name, my address. He must've seen something on like a picture with my address on it. Like mm-hmm. in, on Facebook. Like, I don't, I don't, we don't even know how, oh my gosh. I had the FBI. I had OkCupid. I, it was just an absolute it's terrible. Idea. People yeah. can do you. Yeah. So yeah. don't feel bad. Never feel bad. To be so careful. Yeah. So, careful. so it happens right. to the best of us. It can happen. Right. To Absolutely. Right. Hindsight's always the best sight, oh, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jennifer, I'm sure you're just so valuable to so oh, many thank people. You. Thank you. I love but what I, I love helping. So I love what I do. It's fine. Well, yeah, you girls know. You girls. It's needed. I mean, it's so needed, and it's nice to go for to somebody who's authentic, who stands behind her mistakes, who's willing to share those and be vulnerable about it. Because I, again, you know, we always learn from people who've gone through it. I think oh, the best. That's oh. a, I'm a learner like that. You know, so I think it's great that you're out there for them. I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you. So Thanks for having me. You said you have a, what do you, how do your consults work? Um, I have a free, a 30 minute free consult. Anyone can find me on my website. You just, you know, send me a little um, email through my website, jenniferherbits.com. And you set up a 30 minute consult and, you know, I can pretty much in 15 minutes tell you, you're either, you know, can hang out with me or, or I'll send you somewhere like to you. Um, I send a lot of people, you know, I, I say you need someone bigger than me or um, you need a therapist or probably not, you know, the right thing or if you want, you're ready to date, come back. Yeah I, yeah, I end up sending a lot of people. And Thank I, you and, for not being a vulture. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> and sometimes people are reach out to me. I get a lot of married people um, because they're stuck in their marriages and they're not sure if they should stay or they should go. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was my second book, um, a divorce coach's guide to staying married. So I kind of, people vacillate and they don't know if they should take that leap. And I, I kind of, that's my kind of my jam too. So, um, we get that too, because you yeah. know, they, they're afraid to see what their financial life yes. looks like afterwards, or they need to know that, or they just don't know what their life looks like yeah. now. They know they're living a good life because their materialistic things are being met but they're not really sure. So a lot of times we get a lot of people that come to us to have their portrait done and then they decide. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I should send mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because I never know. That's a huge part of it. I know that a lot of it's very women, clarifying. they're so scared. And the, most people say, I say to them, well, what are the top three reasons that you want to stay? And mm-hmm. they say, my children, my financial, and I feel guilty. And I'm like, yeah. that's when I should say, let me say. You know what's interesting yeah. about that? If you ask them further, you'll, you'll say, well, what makes you think financially you can't afford it? Well, my husband said, I won't get his pension. 
my husband said, I won't be able to afford this. Or my husband, so these women are living in fear. And I should, I should just say women because this goes the other way as well. So they think, oh my gosh, I won't get any retirement. And I didn't say, we have so, saved for my own retirement. I have so many people, when you go through their IRAs, oh, my IRA only has 12,000 in it because we put it all into his. We put it, so now I don't have one, you know, and he says he's keeping his and I'm going to keep mine. Well, no, that's not the way it works. Like, uh-uh. So when they come through and get their financial portrait done, they get to see really what their household looks like. Right, right. And yeah. then what it will look like possibly afterwards. Right. And then they make a decision based on that. On the facts. Yeah. And then right. sometimes they're going to say, I can do this. And other times it's, I am not signing up for that. I'm going right to marriage counseling. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to fix this fast. Right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, no way. Thank you. Yeah. I was, it's funny because I was just really lucky. I was because, you know, um, I was horrified. I was really scared. And I remember looking at my husband and saying, I'm scared. I'm horrified. And he was like, I got you. So I was really lucky and yeah, I, I was, I, I cry when I think about it because I was horrified and we were in mediation oh and I remember looking at him and going, I don't know, Mark, like, where am I, where am I going to be? And he's like, Jen, breathe. I got you. And yeah. today we're just really just such good friends. So yeah. that's awesome. And that's that really good. Amazing. It would be a hope for everybody. But if you're listening to that, we still want you to get your agreement yes. reviewed before you yes. sign it. Because oftentimes. That's not the case. That is not the case. I mean, your husband sounds fabulous. He's great. But oftentimes um, there are promises made. That are not. That are quickly broken. Sure. As soon as the agreement is signed. Yes. So, yes. Oh, God. And again, we always uh, we say it all the time. Listen, we. Here's your clarity. You make the decision based on that. And if you want to give all of that away or you want to give up on that, it's your divorce. Go ahead and do it. But do it with the financial clarity that you need, not by emotions or someone promising you something. But wait a minute. Um, Don't a lot of women you find, I know that we have to go because we've been talking for so long. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm so worried. We can talk forever. (laughs) But don't a lot of women you feel like they get to the table and they are like, I don't care. Just give it. I want to get out of here. Just just take it. Why? 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 The same thing happened. Twice. Oh, no. They've gotten to a point, for example, someone called last week, she did her consult, and I said, you know, Karen mentioned earlier, people think they've got it together, and we're all about mediating and getting your resolution between avoiding the court system. Um, But, okay, let me ask you a few questions. Well, she literally was signing away on $250,000. Oh, my God. Uh, And the husband called, and he was really mad, because Karen was telling him, well, this is what we do, blah, blah, blah. You may have an agreement, but there's some open-ended questions. And he probably scared her, you know, and so she's going to sign off. But I'll tell you this, next year, she'll be regret, not even next year, but she's going to regret it. But what happens is they lose patience, which is why we have an article on patience. Um, They just get, everybody wants to divorce. You know, you don't start divorce and say, oh gosh, I hope this lasts forever. I love the divorce phase. (laughs) Everybody says, I need this done. It's an emergency. I need it done as if it's the last one out there. But it's not the case. You, you need to take your time and know how this will impact you. And if you know it's going to impact you, then, okay, you made the choice. Then you can live with the consequence. But I feel like your job, Jennifer, would be so much harder for somebody who's living with regret oh, well, yeah. to move on. You know, regret that they didn't take this opportunity for themselves to find out what their financial life was really going to look like. Because when you have regret, it's so hard to move forward. Yes. And a, lot, and a lot of people, I feel like too, they think 
that they're going to be fine because they didn't do the work. So they didn't, they're like, no, no, I'm, you know, I know I'm good. And I, you know, financially I'm fine. I can't imagine I'm going to have a problem. And then they sign and then they're like, oh, if, if only I would have, right. Yeah. If only I would have yeah. seen, because now I'm sitting here going, you know, and I'm like, well, why didn't you, you know, I, yeah. I you, you want to, yeah, right. and it's it's really right. all about that financial clarity. I um, was speaking with someone last week, and they're close, but they're still like a, probably a hundred thousand dollars apart. And you know, I said you have a choice based on your budget and based on what this is. You're going to be fine. You can maintain your lifestyle. You're going to be fine. Yes, you deserve this extra money. You get to decide now, do I want to spend another $10,000 in legal fees to get this? Okay. And another year probably of stress to get to court. You get to decide. Either way, you're going to win. You're either going to win emotionally or you're going to win by getting the money that's coming to you. It's okay. clear cut here. So when you have that level of clarity that you can just say, I know my budget, I've got my lifestyle, I can do this, but you know what? It's mine, so I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna invest that extra money. It's, it's less emotional because it's all right there in front of you. Mm -hmm. And that's just so valuable um, because either decision she makes is perfect. Right, but at least she knows you've given her the options. Yeah. 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 So get your financial portrait out there, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you have <laughs> clear decisions. And then if you just need it, you feel like you need someone to bounce it off of. That's why Jennifer is perfect for that. You know, we all feel like we always need somebody. It's hard to make a decision for yourself all the time. Um, and it is nice to have someone to bounce it off of and just get a real honest opinion. And that's why having you as a coach and a cheerleader gives people the momentum they need to move forward. But yeah. don't do it without any financial clarity because you won't be able to afford her. So <laughs> I tell people I'm That's a think so I'm their thinking partner. I tell my right. thinking partner. I love that. Your thinking yeah. partner. That's and you're really awesome. You're like taking them over the bridge to be That's independent so and dating. It's so great because Thank that's you. so scary. You know, I, I have this image of a person just holding their box of stuff. Okay, I got it. Now what? That was me. I was right. like, where am I going? Where am I going? And my poor baby's behind me. They're like, mom, what are we? I'm like, no, come on guys. We'll be fine. I'm like, that's scary. It's scary. It is. And my she Ben and Jerry's, I've got my kids. Ben and Jerry's with me. Like, you know, <laughs> everyone's going to be okay. I feel like yeah. everyone Even before you get married again, it's not never bad to do your financial portrait. This way you have an idea of what you're going in with yep. um, to prepare. Yeah. Maybe I should come see you guys. I have a financial planner, but he yells at me all the time. What are you doing, Jen? I'm like, I don't know. I just think I was. <laughs> he calls me, I ignore his calls. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> You're hilarious. Well, Jen, thank you for being on with us today. Oh, it's truly it. been fun and helpful and informative, and I'm sure invaluable to so many listeners. I hope so. So thank Thanks you, and thank keep you. us posted on everything that's happening with you. And thank you so much, you guys. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. Let's do it again soon. Absolutely.